What's up? It's Sierra. Hey, it's Ebony. And And welcome welcome to the the Real Play Podcast. Welcome back to the Real Play Podcast. It's Ebony. And this is Sierra. And today we are going to talk about, I was going to say speak about, (laughs) talk about um, pressures of adulting. So I know that um, many listeners that you're either in your 30s, your late 20s, um, or 40s, you know, or more. And there's a lot, a lot of pressure when it comes to being an adult. So specifically, financially, you Mm know, um, my thought process dropped because I was trying to think of what we was going to talk about. Oh, well, yeah, financials. Like we, (laughs) as an adult, you have a job, most most likely you have a job. We hope you all have a job, but you've got to stretch your money for so many different things. You have to know, like there's the entertainment part of your life. Like if you want to go out to eat, go to the clubs, party with your friends, mm-hmm. buy new clothes. Then there's the responsibility side of your life where you got to pay bills. You got to buy a house. You got to pay for food to cook in the house. Yes. Um, so you really have to, to budget. Now I'm not going to lie. I don't do budgets. <laughs> um, but I've lucked up where I, I've been successful in not only just, um, being able to pay my bills, but I've also been very successful in, in saving money when I wasn't even planning on it. It's just like, I was getting paid enough and I just wasn't using all my money. So more frugal with your money than out here splurging or spending money on no. Yes. More frugal. Okay. Um, but I, I mean, I'd still go do what I want to do, mm-hmm. but when I walk into a store, the first place I go to is clearance. I don't care where I'm going. The grocery store, there's a clearance aisle in the grocery store, people clearance aisle. It is me too though. And because I used to work in retail, I know, um, how much things cost and things get marked down all the time. So I'm not going to spend, I don't know, $60. Sometimes I do if I really want something, but I'm not going to spend $60 on something that I know costs 30 or 20. Right. So go straight to the, to the clearance aisle, see what's there. And then you, I may splurge on something that's like real life, like, mm, it's full price. There's very few things that I have that are full price in this house. <laughs> very few because I'm cheap. But um, so like you were saying, we have different pressures of adulting when it comes mm-hmm. to finances. Um and one of the things you want to talk about was like being roommates with somebody because maybe you're trying to save money by having someone live with you or you live with them. And you said you had a story. Yeah. So it's very uh, popular in DC area to have roommates. I found that out when I moved here. And so a lot of people, they live in maybe someone's basement or um, they have a roommate because it's really expensive to live here if you uh, want to stay on your own. Now, I feel like there's a cutoff. Personally, if you are, I don't see, I don't want to speak on everybody's experience because everybody is different, but I feel like if you're 35 with a roommate, you may want to reevaluate a couple of things Um, unless like you're trying to really, really aggressively pay down debt. Um, Mm. Maybe your roommate is your parent because your parent is- Is that a roommate? Is that considered a roommate? 
are they paying bills or they stand for free? Because I, I don't know. I think like even if they're paying bills, well, they probably. So if you meet a guy, they'd be like, I got a roommate. And then you get to their house and it's their mom. What would That's you not do? your roommate. That's your mother. That is not a roommate. <laughs> that is not. No. For me, your mother or your father's not a roommate. That's your parent. So okay. when I think of roommates, it's like another person outside of the family. Like, I don't know if I would even consider my brother being my roommate. Be like, I'll just be like, oh, my little brother lives with me right now. I wouldn't say my little brother's my roommate. Well, I mean, some people consider different people roommates. I just threw that out there. I don't know. Um, I have technically never had a roommate, you know, since I've been out on my own. You know, of course you get roommates in college. However... I have found myself in situations where I've been nice to, um, you know, a friend and then they, they stayed with me longer than I anticipated, mm-hmm. um, more longer than, or well, I didn't even know they were going to stay at me. Let me put it that way. Um, and I'm still cool with this person. So I, I'm trying to, uh, navigate my story. So, um, let us know what let us know what happened upset people so this uh, person had a, a significant thing happen in their life where um a parent uh passed away and so I was like come to my house um you know if you need to get away they had somewhere to stay and then when they came to my house they just ended up being a year year and a half of them staying and I'm a friend to where I'm like you're grieving I know you're grieving like you're not in a, the best space so I'm not going to kick you out while you're down however I also didn't ask for any money for um, a year and a half yes okay um because one see I'm a I'm such a sap that this person was not working and they also um Got mo- I knew they had money from a parent passing away, their parent passing away. So, I, but I was not gonna take money from this person from that. I just felt like, I don't know. I feel like, okay, I'm your friend. If I call myself your friend, like you stay here, get yourself on, a, on your feet and then you can move out. Though that was not the initial plan or even a conversation that was had. Um, what was the conversation that was had? Because you said at first you were like, I didn't know they were even going to live here. Correct. So the conversation in the beginning was, uh, you know, things weren't going well at the household that they were staying in, which was a family, a shared family house. And I'm like, oh, well, if you need like a couple of days to get away, you know, you can come here, rest, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't to stay. (laughs) It was to like as a getaway. Mm -hmm. vacation couple of days you get away and that was it and those couple of days just turned into weeks which turned into months which turned into other time time. (laughs) um and so eventually the person uh ended up moving out because I had got a I got a job at the time where I was going to be 95 percent travel doing 95% travel. And so once that happened, I was like, hey, um, and I, w- I should have had a conversation prior to this, but I was just trying to be considerate, mm-hmm. which we can talk about on a later podcast. Me trying to be considerate is not me being considerate myself. And as I'm getting older, I'm learning that like you, you know, need to be considerate of yourself before you can 
consider other people. But anyway, so I was being considerate. And um, when I got this job, I was like, hey, I'm going to be gone 95% of the time. I won't be home. Like, you can't stay here while I travel. Like, I'm not going to be paying rent for someone to live in my house. So um, this person was aware that that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they moved out with someone else and started paying someone else's rent. Um, I was a little taken back. Not that I wanted, not that I wanted the person's money, but the fact that, you know, they had stayed with me that long of a time and didn't even think to offer because I wouldn't have taken the money, but, you know, just to offer like, hey, now we'll backtrack a little bit and say um, every now and then they might have bought like toilet paper, toilet tissue. And that was maybe like once or twice. Um, and then I did make this person pay one bill once because they ran my light bill up and I was like, you're going to have to pay this. This is not, this is way above the normal amount that I pay. Mm-hmm. So got stuck in that situation. And so I wouldn't recommend a roommate. I guess that wasn't really a roommate because they weren't paying rent, but um, I just wouldn't personally recommend that to people listening. And also here's another thing I do not recommend when it comes to money and friends. I personally, my friends don't call me and ask for money. I mean, they have in the past, but nobody calls me and asks me for money now except for siblings. Um, Well, let me be specific, My, my brother. Um, but, um, I have this policy, right? I don't really give out money because I don't want to ruin friendships or relationships. And especially if I feel like you're not going to pay it back and I don't want to. So basically what I do is I don't lend money. I basically like say, okay, if this person needs a hundred dollars, I'll give them a hundred dollars. And with the expectation that I probably won't get it back. So it's a gift. Mm-hmm. And I don't really like giving gifts to with large sums of money. So I don't, you know. <laughs> that is one thing that my dad taught us really young. We, were, we didn't even have jobs. So I don't know why he was teaching us this. <laughs> like high school, elementary. He was like, you know, the best way to keep a friendship is to not give money. And if you do give somebody something, give it with the expectation to not give it back. So the people that I've given money to, like, regardless of what the amount is, I don't expect it back. If I get it back, awesome. But I've already budgeted to never see it again. Mm -hmm. So I guess we're on the the same. That's a good philosophy. I'm telling you guys who listening, like, you will save yourself a lot of headache and trouble and being upset. Right. (laughs) Um. All right. So that was your roommate situation. So what did you learn? Like, what's the one key takeaway or what would you have done differently now looking back? I will actually answer both. One of the things I've learned about myself is that um, the way I grew up, I tend to um, think about others before I think about myself. And so um, I am in the position where I mean, now I'm, I'm saying to myself, if someone was to come today and ask me, how, well, how will this inconvenience my life? It's a no. Like, a no is a no is a no. But I wasn't asking that situation, right? It was just kind of like forced upon me. So if that was to occur, let's say I was back at, I feel like I was 23 at the time. If I was back in this place and I was 23, right? 
Mm-hmm. I would um, give the person a couple of days and say, hey, um, I don't like passive aggressive when people do that. So I won't be that person, but I would have, you know, had a conversation and said, hey, you know, we've never talked about you staying for a significant period of time. How long are you willing, are you not willing to stay? How, how long are you planning on staying? And this is what I can do for you. You can stay a week or you can stay two weeks and then I, you have to find somewhere else to go or something like that, you know? So be upfront, Mm-hmm. lines are drawn everybody knows what to expect correct okay cool well we know that sometimes you get a roommate because you want to save money and that wasn't in your case but a, another part of adulting is wanting to save money because you may need to pay off debt or you may need you may want to purchase a house or purchase a car mm-hmm. so that's going to be our next topic is moving on to buying a house and mm-hmm. paying off debt what are your what do you do to pay off your debt? Like, <laughs> do you say, oh, I'm going to do a no spend September and save money. And then that goes to a credit card or like, what do you specifically do? Guys, don't follow me. I'm not the poster child for financial advice. However, I don't have any other debt other than student loans. I don't have any credit card debt. I only own one credit card. It is paid off. Um, and what I have started doing as an adult is I, I do use my credit card during the month and then I just pay the full amount at the end of the month. Um, that's to help with my credit. Um, for my student loans, I am currently paying on one. I do have a ton of student loan debt. So, hey, husband, if you want to help me pay, <laughs> that'd be very gracious of you. Um, <laughs> But I do have a ton of student loan debt. I went to a private, we've talked about this, a, a private institution. So yeah, it was expensive. And then I do have a master's. That's more student loan debt. So there is debt there. Um, again, I'm only really paying on one. So they're not deferred, either of them right now. The other ones are deferred because okay. of COVID. So, mm-hmm. but but one is specifically a private student loan. So I do mm-hmm. have to um, just if you go into college, words of advice, don't get student loans if you don't have to. <laughs> and don't go shopping with your student loan money. I didn't do that because I didn't have enough money to go shopping and I didn't get a refund check. So that wasn't my story, but it's a lot of people's story. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't have leeway to do any of that, but. But I like how you were like, oh, I have debt. Hey husband. Cause yes, when you marry somebody with debt, like you get that same debt. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do just, I have student loans. I have credit cards. I have a house and I have a car that I just bought last year. So definitely owe on that. <laughs> and I had like no car payment for four years and it was amazing. But then the transmission started messing up and I had to get a new car. So, um, I don't have, I need a new car, but I've been holding on. You want a new car. Look, look there's a difference between a want and a need. So me that every time. Yes, it is. I, I, switched out the transmission in 2019 and then it messed up again in 2020. I'm like, look, no, I can't put another transmission because the transmissions cost cost more than what the car was worth. So by that second time last year, I was like, nope, I got a rental car for a week. And that first day I had the rental car, I went straight to the dealership. Like, look what y'all got on this lot. (laughs) Cause I didn't want to pay for a whole week. And they would, even though I had it for a whole Mm -hmm. week, they were like, you know, whenever you bring it in, we'll only charge you for those days. So I was like, I got to find something. And I was at that dealership all day long. 
Like, you know how they keep you and the place is closed and you're hungry mm-hmm. and you're just like, I just, just give me the keys. Um, yeah, I did end up buying that. But as far as like saving for that, I did have some money saved up because when I pay for my car, I would automatically have it come out of my check into an account and go pay automatically from the account, the bank that it was financed through. And when I sold or when I paid my car in full Mm -hmm. for those four years, those payments, which were higher than even the cost of the car, um, they just kept going there and just sitting. Mm -hmm. So I had money for a down payment for that and for my house because I never turn that money off. Like it was just, and it still goes there now. And my car does not get paid that way. That bank account is like a security safety fund. If anything mm-hmm. happens, cause that money's just sitting there. So yeah. um, that's something to think about. Like if you do have something, like if you have student loans and when you pay them off, don't just like start splurging with the extra money. You can keep using your paycheck as though you have that amount of money. Like as though you have that bill. Cause mm-hmm. then you can start to save. And you, what do they say? People are supposed to save like two months worth of bills or three months or something. Yeah. I know very few people in America do that. I do save my money. And I also have gotten into the habit where I move a certain amount to a, um, my savings account. So if I see my checking account go over a certain amount in my head, I just move it to my savings. Um, so that's how I kind of keep up now. Um, a tip is what I started doing when I was making very, very minimum money is I would have like a certain amount to put in my savings. So let's say I didn't have a lot of money. So I would do $25 a month and I would just move it into my savings. So that built up a little savings. And then when I got a little bit more money, I would do 50, got a little bit more money, would it do a hundred? And so you gauge where your income is and how much you can move to a savings account and you'll have a pretty good income. If they say oh, paying your, you're paying yourself is what mm-hmm. you were doing. And it would just yeah. fluctuate depending Not on, a lot, but yeah. yeah, it fluctuates depending on how much you have, but you weren't, you were setting aside something to pay yourself for later. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, but yeah, finances is always a big pressure yeah. that, you, that you feel when you're in your adult years, which the definition of adulting, we didn't even start with that. What's adulting to you? Adulting is any activities that come along with being an adult. I don't know. (laughs) That was just the very basic that I can think of. Yeah. That I would not do as a kid. Like one thing I want to bring up too is, which has to do with finances. It's like maintenance stuff. So getting your nails done, buying, um, I don't know. uh, Hair. Hair. Eyelashes. Eyelashes. All those things. Like, listen, my nails, I spent all weekend taking, I don't want you to see my nails, guys. So I had my nails on and I had this bright idea because I was watching TikTok. Like, I'm going to take them off myself. It took me forever, forever. And every time I do that, I'm I'm always like, why didn't I just go get it done? And now Mm. I want my nails done. But to be honest, I need to not get them done because they're starting to like thin because of the acrylic and stuff mm-hmm. uh, I used to have such pretty nails and they used to grow so long and I messed them up by getting acrylic so mm. yeah they're horrible right now so but I do get my nails done so that's a bill um and I used to be very diligent and would go get it done every two weeks now I do every three weeks 
Um, one that is definitely a bill. It's like twenty dollars a pop, right? Twenty thirty. For what? For your nails. You said twenty and thirty. Are you just doing your fingernails? You're just doing a fill, right? Uh, and my, I get my toes done every time, and so. <laughs> oh, you you I know it was both. I thought you you're only talking about your fingers, so I'm thinking you're t- you're talking about just your hands. Yeah, so like around here. Depending on where you go, like sometimes it's seventy to ninety dollars. Some people pay way more than that when they start getting like designs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it gets very expensive, especially when you start going every two to you know however long, many. Some people go every week. Um, mm. Yeah, but the the um, the lady at the nail salon told me who was doing my toes at the time. She was like, how often do you come? And I'm like, every blah, blah, blah. And she was like, you don't need to come that often. Mm-hmm. She was like, you're wasting your money. I'm what like, say? No. You definitely don't need to come every two weeks for your feet. Like your feet will last at least a month or more. The paint won't come off. It won't be crusty at the bottom. Like your nails maybe, but your feet, your feet last. Uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah. Sometimes I get bored with colors and I'm like, mm, I've had this color for a while. Let me go. So yeah. Oh, well, okay. When you first said maintenance I, and we were talking about mm-hmm. like cars and stuff like that, I thought you were talking about maintenance of making sure you have money for maintenance of the house. Oh, well, no, car. that too. Wait, <laughs> then you were like nails. I was like, okay. <laughs> no, yourself. And that costs too. Getting mm-hmm. the oil change. My dad used to change my oil. Now I live here. And so he can't do that. So that's a bill for me. Well, he used to do it and give me my money back. And then he got to the point where he wouldn't give my money back. Which, um, he would feel like, how is this possible? Sorry. <laughs> so like you would, you would pay him and then he would give you your money back. Like he was mm-hmm. acting like it was a bill. Oh, that was good. Like teaching you. Yeah. So he would, he would tell me, you know, go to the store, get this. I'll get the same thing each time. And then he would say how much it costs. And he would give my money back. But I would have to drive an hour for him to change my oil. So I still, I guess it still evens out. Yeah, not too bad. But now they've got the drive-through ones. Take like 20 minutes and just roll up there and then they just do everything and then you just roll off. So yeah. Um, so, sorry guys about that. My phone is actually on do not disturb. So not sure how a FaceTime call got through, but there's neither here nor there. I guess it could, is it like how if someone's a, it didn't Favorite? ring on my phone, but it rung on my laptop. So that could be, I don't think this person is a favorite in my phone. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. That's how that happened that one time when my dad called and it rang through. I'm like, oh, wait, that's my dad. He's going to get through. <laughs> All right. So the pressures of adulting continues when you get to a certain age in your late 20s and 30s and then kids and um, marriage becomes a thing. Mm-hmm. So you want to talk about that? Yes, 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 yes. So I get asked often, especially from people that I went to college with, first question, no lies, are you married yet? And I'm like, no. Really? Why Why are you asking me that? I don't know if it's, and mostly it comes from dudes, so that's neither here nor there. But um, no, I'm not married. I would like to be married, um, but I, I do, I'm aware that I'm still young. So I think there is a lot of pressure 
to get married by a certain age, especially if you want to have kids and, um, you know, looking on social media and you see everyone else in a relationship and seemingly happy, Mm -hmm. um, you kind of have like FOMO, like you're missing out on, you know, and I think about this too, right? Your grandparents, they were married for 30, 40 years. And, and I look around and I'm like, man, you know, I won't have as long of a time with, you know, my significant other, my best friend, my husband, like, it's kind of disappointing. But at the same time, I do recognize that we're on, on our own journey, on our own path. It'll happen when it's supposed to happen. You can still have that time. You're young. 40 years from now, that's not that old. True. It's really not. <laughs> I mean, I know my parents got married in their late 20s. They've been married for 40 years. They're 60 something. But like me, 40 years from now, I can still be married to somebody. So don't even, don't think you old. You'll be able to still get it. Yeah. I'm, I mean, getting married in, in my 30s more. I don't want to really get married in my 40s and 50s. Mm. Yeah. Remember that class we took? Depressing. Yeah, I don't want I personally don't want to be single for that long. But if that's when it happens, I guess that's when it happens. They did look like they've been I mean, some of them had different reasons for why they were single. Some have been married, widowed, mm-hmm. divorced, all that. And then there are some that have never been married. And I don't really <laughs> want to be that. But if that's what it's going to be. And then you do see the post. Sometimes people meet their husband and wives in their 70s and they're super happy and they're married at that age. And doesn't mean the rest of their life was terrible. They just didn't have that, they didn't have that spouse. Yeah, but I also think about people, so I'll take my aunt, for example, one of my, on my dad's house, she's not married, she doesn't have any kids, she lives alone, um, and I was having this conversation with my dad, like, that has to be, like, a lonely life, like, you know, yes, you have people come visit, but people come visit, and they go, you know, and I've had conversations with her before, and she's like, I don't wish this on anybody, you know, this is my path, but if I can have something different for my nieces and nephews, it would be to be in a relationship and blah, blah, blah. So does she say why she's not, like, is she not dating? Is there a reason? Because just because you're not married doesn't mean you just got to sleep by yourself. So that's what, like, is she, is she, huh? I don't think she, well, I don't think she's out here like sleeping with people, but I will say she is very, very devout Christian. So, you know, listen, she could have a life I don't know nothing about, mm-hmm. but I doubt it. Um, I think that I don't honestly know why she never got married. You know, we live in a small town. She never moved outside of the town we live in. Mm. Um, so uh, her parents lived like, if you want to, within the city, lived on the outer limits of the city. So you, you're only going to town to get groceries maybe run a few errands and then you're going back home. So where are you really meeting guys? I mean, you're going to work and you're going to various stores, but I don't think it might it's not have been as a priority. Mm. And how old is she now? Cause she's, she's still got time. 50s, 60s, uh, 70s. 60, somewhere up in there. Yeah, maybe. she still got time. Okay. Make, make her a dating app. Oh, no. Do a profile for her, find mm-hmm. her somebody in the You town. don't even have a cell phone. How, how, how you can call? She don't got a house phone? No. I had to beg her to get a cell phone at one point. So she has no cell phone and no house phone? Correct. 
I, I even my grandma has that. So I, I can't, I don't understand that, that you have to be able to communicate. What if something happens? How the police gonna know? That's what I want to know. Maybe I'm, I'll, I'll talk to my dad. Maybe she has a cell phone now that I don't know about. Um, or at least a house phone, but that, that I can see like an older person is going to, it took a lot to get my grandma's cell phone. She didn't really know how to use it like that, but she always had the house phone. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever um but yeah you can mm, just send somebody over there you know the address go meet my auntie oh my god send her <laughs> just t- tell the family to go knock on her door and tell her to meet up at the uh the, the local restaurant and have somebody come in and, and my aunt is very pretty long flowy black black like just very but but it's a so it's a choice that she's remaining single she's probably waiting for this specific person so but for you you're still young and you're in an area where there's plenty of men so you can easily find somebody and get married before you're 70 listen the clock if that's what you want yes Uh, absolutely listen the watch is uh so by my birthday uh if i'm not that's three months from now for the listeners i right, know it's my stomach growling if you guys get that um yeah three months if, if not by my birthday i'm gonna have to make some some severe adjustments you know if i haven't even met a guy by 34 is what i'll be mm-hmm. But it's still COVID, so it's going to be hard. It's it is hard. Easy. I mean, I do recognize it's COVID. It's hard. I'm not on any dating apps. Right. Uh, dating apps just not it for me. I don't know. So you just, you're going to put this on yourself and you're not even giving I yourself know, an this, opportunity. So all this pressure. <laughs> you, so we're here to talk about the pressures of adulting and you're giving yourself, you're adding pressure saying, oh, I've got to find somebody by December or I'm going to change this and this and that. And that's three months from now in the middle of a pandemic. True, true. Let me give myself some leeway. You're right. And plus you think about it, like, why do we, why do you want to be married? That's a great question. Um, I think that I would like to be married because I would like to share my life I'm, I'm thinking I'm processing as I'm talking, talking right um I would like to share my life with someone who um gets to who really knows me inside and out I think there's beauty in being able to share your life with someone but I also think um there is beauty in running alongside someone I feel like you can accomplish more with someone else so I'm excited to explore different parts of me that I haven't explored yet because I think when someone comes in your life they show you different pieces of yourself that you haven't seen Mm -hmm. so I think that I am excited I've I've spent 33 years by myself and so (laughs) (laughs) I am excited to just have a different life I'll say that hope that was a great answer I don't know that no yeah that was a good answer that was a good like they say on Steve Harvey good answer good answer answer. (laughs) but yes don't don't put December because yeah that's gonna be here before we know it like I'm already thinking about putting in my Christmas tree okay so December your Christmas tree was up a long a long time last year um it was from Thanksgiving to New Year's yes I always do that um because 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> it it goes through January. It might have been the second week of January is when I finally put it, take took it down. But that's because it's so big. And I just love looking at it. And now I got a fireplace in the middle of the house. So I think I'm ready to just put it up with my new decorations. I'm just excited about it. So I was telling my line sister yesterday, I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to try to put it up. So she's like, well, can we get through Thanksgiving? I'm like, "Mm, we might get through my birthday and that's about it. And that's (laughs) the beginning of October. So October, it might be. I feel like your birthday is the perfect time. It's another celebration. It's good. Right. Yeah. Do you guys hear anything? I'm sorry, because I hear maybe because I'm home, but my air on these lights it's hot oh I can when we're talking I can't hear it so it it might be okay um but yeah so December will be here the holidays are coming we're we're ready to meet and you're ready to meet new people we're ready to meet new people but we're just gonna throw this out here really quick and it's something that I think that we both should try and someone told us about this okay the dating thing so someone told us about it when was that it was a while back um it was when we had Janice on here but so it's called hashtag dating Mm -hmm. and we're just going to talk about it really quick on what the premise of it is how you're supposed to do it and then we'll come back maybe by December because that's when Ebony's ready to report out but maybe in December (laughs) we'll give ourselves a few months because we're probably not going to do it right away but tell you how successful it is and if um, you want to try it with us, please do. Please let us know. Um, you can leave a message below and let us know that you're interested in doing it and that you're going to start and we can share tips and stuff. But do you want to explain what it is or do you want me to? Uh, I can explain what it is. So hashtag dating is when you use a social media platform and I haven't tried this on Facebook. So mostly Instagram. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. you can do it on Facebook. Probably. It'd be interesting to do on Twitter because... Twitter is just a hoot to me. I love Twitter. So it'll be interesting to see. I feel like people should try it on different platforms. But basically, you think of a topic you may be interested in and you look up that hashtag. So for instance, I'm going to give you a hashtag that will be interesting to me. Black men in tech, right? You look up this hashtag or black men in suits or... Um, My favorite was, um, what did I do? Oh, black dentists and black engineers. Ooh, so that'll be good. So look up those kind of hashtags. And what you do is you go through and it's probably going to be a little tedious because, you know, a lot of junk comes at the front. And then you just search through and you see someone that you might like. Maybe here's another tip. And I, I haven't done this yet, but maybe you see someone that you don't like, right? Go through their friend list, search for their friend. You got to go down a few rabbit holes to get to a person. And then once you get to someone that you see that you like, right? What do you, what do, you do? What are you going to what do? What I do, yeah. I would. Um, first, you got to look through the Instagram. You can't right. just DM all willy-nilly. So go nope. through the Instagram. Once you get through the Instagram, you need to um, make sure hit your highlights, make sure they're not married or mm-hmm. that visibly married, make sure they're not visibly in a relationship. Uh, sometimes you never know. That's why you have to say visibly. Yes. Hit the, hit the comments, check a few comments, check a post oh, where funny. they're, they're looking all nice in a suit or looking nice in a group photo. Check the comments, make sure, check I can give y'all all my tips. So go give through them the, the, yeah, give them tips. Go through the comments. Once you get in the comments, 
just look for any um, noticeably weird, maybe comment from a female. Mm-hmm. And just click on her page. If it's open, peruse her page. See if you see any pictures of them together. Mm, if this you, is a lot. Is it? This is a lot of work. Yes. That's not what I did when I did it. Oh, well, this is <laughs> what I, I also would do. Didn't even, I also didn't even look at the comments, so. Oh, yeah. well, this is what I would do. Go through the comments. If it, it's, it's not, I wouldn't do it to every post. Like, just yeah. check a couple, you know, just to fat check, check a little bit, a little bit. Don't see anything. Now, you can do two things if you don't see anything. Three mm-hmm. things, actually. You got three places to go from here. Now, before you do these three things, I need you to do one more thing. Check the friend list. That is very important. See who they're friends with because they may be have mutual friends. They may have dated someone you know. They may even know someone you've dated. Check the friend list. Okay, mm-hmm. you've checked the friend list. Everything's good. The page is good. Three options from here. You can do the famous, like a couple of photos, Mm-hmm. dip out one two max dip out matter of fact if it was me i probably would do one maybe two mostly one to see if they come back and like a photo mm-hmm. guys are guys are easy right if they like the way you look they'll come back and like a photo mm-hmm. don't worry that's one option mm-hmm the downside with that option is if they don't come in like a photo and you're sitting there like dang you know, you might not want to jump to two and three. Right. How is two? Two is you can, we've talked about it on the podcast before, you can look through the story, type in the comments. Mm-hmm. Look for something you guys may have in common or something like that, or a story that you're interested in and say, hey, that looks really cool. Would like to go there. I don't know. Maybe he's showing like a museum or something, right? Mm-hmm. That's your second option. There are two options that you can do without DMing this person, right? And you still leave the ball in their court a little bit. Third option is DMing, which is very hard. We talked about it on the podcast. I don't really know how you go and DM a guy and ask for anything. Um, Well, don't ask for anything. How How you set that up. So maybe you can say, hey use this I just thought of something hey your page was on my explore page um make up a post that you thought was interesting don't go too far down um say it's like the third photo say hey this was on my explore page I noticed Mm -hmm. that um such and such made me click on it I noticed that you went to um the the african-american museum how was it I've been wanting to go Get out of the den. Wait till they reply back. There's your three options. I can't think of anything else. I think those are great tips that I gave. Just would like probably need to implement them. Yes, those are those are good options. And the key to hashtag dating is that you have to use a hashtag. Oh, I like the other one I like is Black Boy Joy. Mm-hmm. That's a good one too. But um, you just use a hashtag to find people on the explorer page so all of them have open profiles yes um it helps like ebony said if you like one photo that you'd want them to come back and like one of your photos but they can only do that if your profile is open 
So for me, if I were to do that, they would have to actually follow me first back <laughs> to be able to see anything. So it's a little more, it's a little more work for someone who doesn't have an open profile. If you're just trying to like a picture, it might be better to just send a message, a DM or respond to a story. Yes. Just a FYI. But they can always send you a request, um, a friend request like, oh, who's liking all my pictures or who's liked two of my pictures and send you a request and then there you go. But yeah. Sorry, my air was doing something weird. I was trying to let it know I'm in, I'm in the house because it wasn't trying to turn on. But um, yes, so I thought those are good pointers. Um, if you try this again, let us know. If you need some more tips, DM us. We can be in a little group. We can give you a couple of tips. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we circle back around in December to let everybody know, like, if this what worked, happened? if it didn't work. I got to just remember to try it. Yes. Well, I'll send you a reminder in your phone. Okay. To try it. All right. And it, was, and it, it could even be before December. Like, if it's successful, we'll say, hey, this is it. And if it's not, we'll be like, look, October, nope, didn't work, crash and burn. We're not going to do it no more. And can we have a couple of guys do hashtag dating? Because I think that, well, guys, I feel like it's easier for you, right? To just jump in a DM or like a couple of pictures or, you know. No, no, because I feel like women might think it's creepy. Depends on what they say when they come in to the messages. That's true. Like if you say something kind of weird, you're like, eh. I think it's easier for us because guys are going to be a little more receptive of a rando than I would be if a guy just randomly messaged me. Gonna, uh, I'm going to take a up. poll. Let's take a poll. Okay. Let me I'm gonna go on our story and do a poll. And just say something like, hey, fellas, would you think it's, how would, would you ex- be easily would you respond if a random woman left a dm for you and then do the same thing for a female i think it'll be different okay but we can figure out how we want to word it after this episode but yeah so um hashtag dating was something we just wanted to throw in at the end of this episode just to say that there is more to come because it was introduced to us a few months ago we didn't do it but we have not done it a lot. I'm not going to say I didn't do it. I did try it when she told me about it. And it was not that bad. I got new friends, new followers from it. But no, oh, like, nice. no, like, we're not, I'm not talking to any of them. Mm-hmm. One doesn't lives like in Atlanta, but I can't remember what my thing was. It might have been like black nerd, blurred. I think that's what I use for that one. But <laughs> I don't know. But it was a while ago. So, I mean, we're cool. But yeah, so. Or if you are not going to try it, but you want us to try some dating hashtags, throw those in a comment too. Let us know which ones we can try, you know. That would help. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I feel like that'll be, that'll be fun. I am um, looking to make sure that Oh, you know, one thing I wanted to talk to, maybe we can do it on a different episode. I want to talk about the, the shows I've been watching, but we can do that on another episode. Yeah, let's do that on the next one. All righty. I feel like, guys, this is the end of this episode. Let us know um, what you've enjoyed for this episode. Um, if anything resonated with you, 
um, leave us a comment, subscribe to our channel on uh, YouTube, but also subscribe whatever platform if you're listening to us right now. We're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Play, we're on Anchor. Um, yeah, check us out. Leave us a five-star review if you can. That'll be helpful. And I think that's it. Oh, if you want to send us an email, you can find us at the realplaypodcast at gmail.com. If you want to send us a DM, you can find us at the Real Play Podcast. Um, if you want to send Sierra, <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I was gonna say Raven. It, it's my head. Go ahead. I was I was thinking of your Instagram name. Oh yeah, if you were trying to reach me directly, you can reach me at Raven with two ends, Raven with love. And if you want to reach me, my um, Instagram is at Ebony D Johnson. Um, and I think that's about it for this episode. So we'll talk to you guys later. Yes. And don't let the pressures of adulting get to you. <laughs> yes, please don't. Don't be like me. <laughs> nope. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on all social media platforms at The Real Play Podcast. We would love to hear from you. So leave us a comment, DM, or voice note. And don't forget to come hang out with us on our next episode.